from University Athletics. This is the Burnham Up podcast. Burnham Up is brought to you by McDonald's. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. Welcome back to another episode of the Burnham Up podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here with you once again, and it's always brought to you by McDonald's and Carmen. We continue the march in our spring preseason interviews as we get ready for February 1st when everything gets going here and we're going to go to softball today. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be a great day and uh, we're excited to talk a little softball and then of course we'll get you all caught up on everything that's going on with the men's and women's basketball teams and uh, they're both in first place in the conference and then of course the indoor track and field teams both ranked in the top 25. So a lot of exciting stuff going on with Lee University Athletics as we get into the spring sports officially kicking off next week. Joined now by Javaria Smith on the softball team, reigning Gulf South Conference Freshman of the Year, and she is on the preseason All-GSE team along with Sydney Lee and Anna Macha. So three young players getting their due really early on. Javaria, thanks so much for joining us. Take us through that freshman year because, you know, you come in uh, new to college softball. You're coming into arguably one of the toughest conferences in all of Division II softball and yet you were able to make a big splash. You had an incredible season and were named the GSC Freshman of the Year. Did did you maybe even surprise yourself a little bit, or what were your thoughts? I was a little surprised, but, I mean, I knew I could come in and make some noise. Like, I knew our whole class would, but the Freshman of the Year thing really caught me by surprise. Yeah, and ironically, Sid, Sid Lee, who is a catcher, yes. was a uh, all-GSC selection as well, and she was also in your freshman class. Um, what, what was the toughest adjustment between the high school game and the college game for you? Definitely, um, I'd say hitting off the pitchers because the ball is coming a lot faster and it moves a lot more than it did in high school. So the high school pitchers are nothing, they were nothing like that at all. <laughs> Whole different level, yeah. right? <laughs> what about defensively? Any big major adjustments with the way balls come off bats or when you're trying to make the adjustment from high school to college? Yeah, the ball comes off a lot faster and it's, so I started off playing in right field and in high school, nobody really hit the ball over there. It was like, just stick her in right field, blah, blah, blah. No. In college, everybody's going to hit the ball everywhere, and it's going to come hard no matter what. So. Absolutely. Uh, what have you enjoyed most so far about being on the Lady Flames? What, what, what are a couple of things that just stand out about your experience so far as you go into your sophomore year now? And really, I mean, despite still being a young player, you are now one of the leaders on the team, uh, particularly after the year you had last year. So what are, what are some things that stand out that you really enjoy about the program? So about the program, I really love Coach. She makes sure that she holds us all accountable, but she still makes it fun for everybody. And our bus rides are one in a million. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stories I could tell you. From, like we do karaoke, but they oh, yeah. can't, we can't hear the song. We can only hear the person singing. Now so. I've seen this. This is <laughs> yeah. good. I think <laughs> some of it's been posted, oh, yeah. and, and hopefully more of it will be posted this year because that's <laughs> very entertaining. We got a karaoke machine for the bus this year. All right. It's, so I expect some really good videos of all of you singing oh, yeah. songs. <laughs> okay, so along those lines, who who actually is a really good singer in your opinion? Uh, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're all bad. Maybe all a different, terrible. maybe a different skill set, right? <laughs> if you're really good at softball, sometimes it doesn't always translate to singing. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, who who really tries to like? They're really trying to get a good song. This not quite there. Who do you think? Oh God, probably me. Honestly, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing so good. I listen to the video; it's just awful. 
Yeah, you're kind of set up to fail in that scenario because <laughs> yeah. you can't hear and you're just singing out. Uh, yeah, that's you're, you're the whole point of it, right, right. is to have, have some fun with it. Um, when you look at this season, what are some of the goals that you have personally and also as a team? Because, you know, obviously you're coming off a really great freshman year. So what are some goals that you've set for yourself both individually and then as a team as well? So goals for myself, I want to say try to stay consistent and not try to, like, overdo it because I did have a good season last year. I don't want to try to remake what I did last year, start a new road, new journey. And for the team, my goal is to win conference tournament, maybe make it a regional this year. Mm -hmm. It's our whole team goal, so maybe we'll get there. Absolutely. I was going to say, kind of looking at some numbers from last year, Going into this year, the opponents we face in non-conference are really good this year. So you're going to be battle-tested really on. You play North Georgia, Lincoln Memorial, Lenore Rhine, and King. They all made a regional out of conference. Just so talk mm-hmm. about how that's going to help you kind of prepare for who we got to face in conference. I feel like, I don't know, we played good, really good outside of conference last year too. So I feel like we upped our pitching staff a lot this year. We have seven pitchers that are all ready to go. Last year we only had, I think, three or four uh-huh. or so. I think that's going to help us a lot, and we're getting a lot of work in hitting, so I feel like that's going to help a lot too. So, Yeah, I think you bring up a great point, Javaria, is that, uh, you know, pitching depth was an issue. You know, mm-hmm. we had, uh, you know, we had some quality pitchers last year, but it was just kind of having to use the same people over mm-hmm. and over again, and sometimes you just don't have your best stuff. And so I think that depth in the pitching staff will obviously serve you guys very well. What are some things that you've really been focused on in preseason leading up to next week uh, in, in opening weekend at Butler Field? What are some things that, that you guys as a team have really tried to lock in on? We've been working on defense a lot. Yeah. Just bunt coverage, what to do in certain situations, first and thirds. It's like every day is working on defense. And then everybody's working on their swings individually every single day. Just kind of like nitpicking everything. Like if I do this a little bit different, maybe I'll hit the ball that much further. It's just like really breaking everything down. I was going to tell you, it's probably a good thing to nitpick, especially on hitting. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get every little, you know, inch the better. Yeah. Now, take us through your mindset. It gets it, – it is an interesting time of year, right? So next week we're going to start, 1st of February. The weather can be varying degrees difference, right? Some days in February are nice here in Southeast Tennessee, and some days are brutally cold. So uh, d- does the weather affect you, or is that just one of those things, hey, I can't control it, I'm just going to push through? So we had this uh, team little get-together, and we were talking about petty problems okay. and how the weather is a petty problem. There you go. Which is hard for us all to <laughs> really get a grip on, but – we just got to play through it. That's part of it. We chose to play outside sport. So. See, we've got it easy. So, Philip and I up in the press box, it's always 72 degrees and sunny up yep. in the press box. And then you go, you know, we go down to get a lineup card or hand out the stats, and you're like, man, it is freezing. I don't know how they're doing it. Um, but a lot of respect to you guys because, it, you know, you go through the early part of the season when it's, when it's brutally cold, and then you get into the end of the season, and, it, you're, you know, it's extremely hot out there, and there's not, not much of that springtime in between. All right, when you look at the team, who is somebody that you looked to last year as a leader that's coming back? So who's somebody that's that's returning on the team that, that you guys will look to as, as one of your leaders? Ooh, a leader that's coming back. Honestly, I would say I feel like Lainey Harris. She's mm-hmm. not very loud. She's not a very spoken leader, but yeah. it's like the respect is there. She pushes everybody the way she pushes herself and – I feel like she helps our team a lot. 
Yeah, kind of one of those lead by example type right. of people, absolutely. And I guess on the flip side, who are some of the newcomers that have kind of stepped up and started to take on a small leadership role through that fall season and now in preseason here in January? I would say a newcomer would be Natalie. She's a transfer pitcher. She's another lead by example. She's very quiet, but she makes a big impact on the team. She has and hasn't even been. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to do it, for sure. Leave before we even get started. That's mm. the best way, best way to do it. We mentioned the difficulty of the GSC. It's a it's a very competitive conference top to bottom. You guys won a couple of conference tournament games last year and really advanced uh, farther than we ever have in the GSC tournament as mm -hmm. a program. And and I know you guys have your, your eyes set on, just not, on not just conference, but also on the opportunity to possibly get a regional bid. But – what what are some of your favorite road trips when you look at the GSC from last year? What are some road trips that uh, you know places and teams that you really enjoy competing against? I know it'll flip and those teams will come here this year, but what are some teams you really enjoy competing against? I really like playing Montevallo. Their their dugout energy was completely different from anything I've ever seen. Like high school travel ball, any of that. They were always upbeat. And then it was like they were ready to fight us. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they were going to, but it was like they were coming at us. There's the some whole intensity, game. right? Yeah. yeah, you respect that. It kind of what well, fires you up, right? Yeah. You're ready to go. Okay. And um, UAH, they came. I'm pretty sure they came to us. Yeah, we go to them this they, year. They came to us last yeah. year. Yeah, and it, their dugout was another one. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like they, they were going crazy. Yeah, you yeah, have a lot of respect for Les Studeman, yes. who's a, a Hall of Fame coach there. Actually got a chance to see her yesterday as she's part of the uh, NCAA committee. We'll be hosting the NCAA Division II mm -hmm. Softball World Series in Chattanooga, and so we got a chance to take a site visit down there yesterday and uh, got a chance to catch up with her. But, yeah, it's, it's a difficult conference. Uh, you know, Valdosta State AUM is going to be very good again. They're ranked number fourth we, in the country. We have country. to go to both of them as well. That's have to go there. Uh, UAH so. is number 22. I think Valdosta is 11th or 12th in the – preseason poll but we expect the lady flames to have a really great yeah. year javaria uh you wasted very little time you came in as a freshman made an immediate impact you were the gsc freshman of the year and we are just really fired up and excited to watch you guys play starting next week we'll have the broadcast on the live stream as uh, the lady flames take on lenore ryan at butler field over the weekend that'll start on friday so javaria best of luck we're cheering for you thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the podcast thank you all We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more here in just a moment as we hear from McDonald's. The Burnham Up Podcast is proudly brought to you by Smith Family McDonald's. Smith Family McDonald's is a proud supporter of Lee University Athletics. They have 10 locations to serve you. Sweetwater, Athens, Etowah, Okoy, and four locations right here in Cleveland on I-75 exit 20, 25, and 27. Madisonville and Ottawa locations as well. Smith Family McDonald's. Go Flames! We continue our push, Carmen, to the spring. We're gearing up for it. Preseason polls are coming out. All the region polls, the preseason stuff coming out. Awards are coming out. There's a lot for the Flames and the Lady Flames. It's, it's the busy time. All the sports are going. And the teams going on right now, basketball and track and field, are absolutely on fire right now the way they're playing yeah they really are you know we, we let's start with basketball of course it was a uh, it, it was a good weekend down in Montevallo last weekend uh, getting the big win there that was the only game uh, of the week for yes. our teams they got the Thursday off just the way the Gulf South Conference worked and uh, big win for the women they led from start to finish they're now number three in the region and they are uh, number 21 in the in the national poll and then you've got the men 
who were down 20 in the second <laughs> half, come storming back, go to overtime, and beat Montevallo. Just an incredible win on the road. Jace Willingham scores his 1,000th career point. Just a lot of excitement there for the men's program. Uh, both both the men and women are number one in the GSC right now, and the men are all the way up to number two in the South Region media poll. Right, and they are 18th in the media national poll. And so, just a you know, it's been a it's been a great season so far for our men's and women's basketball teams. And it really feels like, you know, they're getting better each week. You know, it's just they they, they don't seem to have peaked yet. Which you know, you want to be playing your best basketball coming into March. So we've still got you know, a little over a month until we get into postseason play. But uh, they're playing really good basketball at the right time. You're getting into the final final month of the regular season here and, and into postseason play. And so it's it's going to be an exciting uh, exciting postseason for our teams. This time of the year is always kind of the grind for basketball going out of January into February. But the schedule actually has kind of been in our favor. As you mentioned, only one game last week against Montevallo two home this week against West Alabama and Huntsville, then only one game next week, and then we go to Mont- on Montgomery on that Saturday. So it's not as brutal as it could be. Right. The travel is not bad. So, the you know, it, it's one of those things, too, which, you know, you're only playing back-to-back road trips are only one only mm-hmm. one site. And so, you, you know, you, you don't have to stay overnight. You can yep. drive down uh, early in the morning. Uh, and, and so it, it makes it nice uh, on the players, and it kind of gives you a little bit of break to catch your breath. And, um, you know, so you mentioned it, two big home games this week against West Alabama and UAH, uh, particularly on the men's side. Those are going to be – those are going to go a long way yes. in deciding who uh, who is one of the – who's the top seed in the GSC tournament. And so it should be very exciting. Uh, definitely so. And the you talked about Jace getting his offensive point. Michael McGurk. Is 25 points away from 1,000. Beyond Hendricks is 75 points away from 1,000. We could have three 1,000-point scores in the next two or three weeks on a, on this team. Yeah, it's pretty special, right? You know, Jason and Mike are, are very close friends. They live together. And so for them to be able to, to share this moment together, because it does appear uh, if McGurk, you know, gets close to his averages, right, he should be pretty close to right, right. there on Saturday against Huntsville in a big rivalry game. And so, yeah, just really excited. And beyond, you know, his ability to do that in just his third year now as a junior, it's just a tribute to a guy who came in here and from the beginning made an immediate impact on this team. I mean, he came in as a freshman during the COVID season, played really well. Last year as a sophomore, even better. This year, uh, him and P.J. Smith make up the best backcourt in the GSC, in my uh, unbiased opinion. Um, And so, yeah, just hats off to both of those guys. And a tribute to Coach Smith and his staff. You know, Bubba has – has built a culture here where, you know, he brings in guys and uh, and develops them. You know, they come in as, uh, you know, we, we don't have a ton of transfers on the team. We rely a lot on high school kids to come into our program and, and get developed, and uh, and it's it's really worked out for them. So uh, Thursday night, as we mentioned, West Alabama coming to town. Uh, so you've got women at six, men at eight. Uh, it's going to be a special night to honor our Greek clubs here at Lee, and so – uh, if you're a member of the Greek clubs, you can sign in, get a free popcorn and drink, and uh, you, you all, your club will have a chance to win uh, a $100 cash prize. And then also we have free Mayfield ice cream sandwiches, Woo. Tang. Always a, always a fan favorite night. Yes. So everyone in attendance who wants one will have free ice cream sandwiches courtesy of Mayfield Dairy, the official ice yeah. cream provider of Lee University Athletics. Um They'll have one of their senior reps here as well enjoying the game, and so we certainly appreciate their partnership. 
And then on Saturday against UAH, Alabama-Huntsville, which has become a really fantastic, intense rivalry on the guy's side uh, with John Schulman being down there at UAH. He was a former coach at UTC yes. and at Macaulay uh, uh high school here in Chattanooga, and so a lot of crossover, yes, similar yes. ties, good rivalry. Uh, and so for that, it will be Cleveland Youth Basketball League Day. So everyone who is a part of the CYBL, wear your, any player, coach, or cheerleader, wear your uniform, and you'll get free, even if you don't wear your uniform. We encourage everybody yes, to wear your yes. uniform, but you'll get free admission and free popcorn on Saturday. So we want to invite all of those uh, community folks out as well because it's going to be two big games. We need a great crowd out there. We had a great crowd uh, last week, and we need two great crowds uh, to give the team that push over the edge against Alabama or West Alabama and Alabama Huntsville. You and I went up, a, I guess, a couple weeks ago and got all those ice cream sandwiches. We did. We made up that drive to Athens. We found out if you put ice cream sandwiches on ice, it Who might knew? Melt, melt, melt them faster than, than just sitting – in the trunk of your car, they they all they needed to be is really just sit in a cooler, but they didn't, but no ice, right? right. So we got ice from the gas station. Who knew? Yeah, so you learn something new every day. But it was it was pretty cool. It was the first time I'd actually been to the visitor center Same. there. But it is you can tour the facility. They have a gift shop in there. So if you're ever in the Athens, Tennessee area, which is just about you know a half hour from where we're at here in Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, check it out because it's it's really uh, it's really unique. But yeah, Mayfield's been a great community partner for us for for several years. Uh, we do the ice cream sandwich giveaways not just at basketball, but we'll also have a date at baseball and softball later in the spring, where we'll be giving away the ice cream sandwiches as well uh, at a special uh, special game for those teams. So yeah, it's an exciting time. Uh, two big games this week, Thursday and Saturday. Come on out to Walk Arena and enjoy some great basketball. Then we shift over now to track and field and another really successful weekend in track. Ryan Lovelace was just named freshman of the week for track, ran the mile in 4.10.89, 11 seconds faster than the previous week, and he just missed the NCAA provisional mark. We did have a couple of guys make that in Robert Fajardo and – Will Stone. Then on the women's side, the uh, one-mile provisional time by Lily Hare got her that NCAA mark. And then the foursome in the distance medley relay of Megan Adams, Lisa Kellerman, Eve Hine, and Aria Hawkins got that mark as well. So, man, we're two meets in, and we're already you know hitting check marks on the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Both teams ranked in the top 25. The men are number nine nationally. The women, 25. You mentioned the distance medley relay and a couple of other provisional marks hit. Uh, and a chance to compete against the best. I mean, our men's distance medley relay team was right up against Auburn. You know, right. competing against a lot of D1 schools there at Vanderbilt. Um, and so, it, yeah, it's a great test for our student-athletes. It's a great uh, – it was on ESPN+, Plus, so great exposure for our student-athletes as well. And, uh, yeah, they're rocking and rolling here on the indoor season, and we're only a couple of weeks away from the uh, GSC Indoor Championship, which right. will take place down in Birmingham, and you can watch that on Flow Sports, and Tang and myself will be down there providing live coverage on social media. So, yeah, we're excited. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Caleb Caleb joined me on the on the uh, Mixed Morning Show this morning on Mix 104.1, and, uh, you know, I, I, I said on there, you just tend to take for granted the success when it when it's – when it's so constant, right? Right. You know, Alabama football, great example, right? Like everybody's asking, what's wrong with Alabama football? They had a great season by all accounts, you know, lost two games in the final seconds, and everybody's asking what's wrong, right? When <laughs> right. you set the bar that high, 
there's just this expectation that you're always going to be there. And for Caleb Morgan, I mean, uh, his ladies have won, I think it's something in the neighborhood of like 11 straight GSC championships when you take into account cross-country, mm-hmm. indoor, and outdoor track. That's just incredible. It is. Uh, I mean, it and, and, you know, barring anything completely unforeseen, like that's going to continue this year mm-hmm. uh, and add to it. And so it, it's not easy to do. They make it look easy. But Coach Morgan, his staff, right. uh, they bring in the right student-athletes. They develop them. I mean, you mentioned Ryan Lovelace and the time he was able to put up just as a freshman right now. But you look at the times that our athletes come in with as freshmen and when they graduate our program, uh, it's just amazing the development that takes place. And so not only are they bringing in high-caliber student-athletes, but they're developing them, and uh, and the championships are following, uh, as you can tell. So, yeah, really proud of our indoor track and field teams. Really enjoy talking uh, with Eli Brooks and Kristen Blevins and just getting their thoughts on the season and uh, so far and what they've already been able to accomplish. So, yeah, really excited for our indoor track and field teams. We're about to get real busy, so there's not much on the schedule this week. Next week, we'll have probably five minutes worth of going over the schedule, so <laughs> it's going to be that. But this weekend, we were mentioned it's Huntsville and West Alabama coming. It's Greek night, Youth Basketball League Day on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. We hope to have a great turnout for two, especially on the men's side, two vastly important games. Yeah, I mean, on paper, and of course, you got to play and execute. The women look like they they would they'll probably be uh, pretty heavily favored in both of those matchups, just based off of the matchups. But you know, certainly you got to go out and execute. But on the men's side, I mean, uh, the Flames will be taking on the two teams. You know, two of the teams that are right behind them in the standings, and so. Um, it should be a great night, as we mentioned. Free Mayfield ice cream sandwiches on Thursday. Yeah, Cleveland Youth Basketball League Day on Saturday. Free popcorn and admission for all players, coaches, and cheerleaders that are a part of that league. And so, yeah, come on out. Should be two great days of basketball. Before we wrap it up, I remember this week. We have a there fire, we go. Fired up Very moment good, of Very good. the week. So, I'll let you go first. What was your, your fired up moment? Fired up moment of the week. Oh, man, there's there's a couple to choose from. I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't point to the men's basketball team. 20-point comeback in the second half, battling back to get a win in overtime on the road. And Jace Willingham, a big part of that, scores his 1,000th career point. So I'm going to go with the men's basketball team. Big road win on Saturday at Montevallo as my fired-up moment of the week. My honorable mention, of course, is going to be Ryan Lovelace getting freshman of the week. Yes. But my moment is there's a segment in the women's game on Saturday between the second and third quarter, we held that we went on a 23-0 run Ooh. over eight minutes. That's that's impressive. That's my fire moment of the week. Anytime you hold a team to go a 10-0 run, is impressive. 23-0 run is almost unheard of. Well, I'll tell you the thing that I'm excited about uh, about this women's basketball team this year is they can defend. Yes. You know that they can get down and defend, and so you know defense. Uh, you know, when you play defense like that, you can win a lot of basketball games because you're not always going to shoot the basketball well. Even no. good shooting teams have off days, right? Uh, or, or just matchups don't work out your way and it's just tough to score the basketball. But when you can win in a multi- multiple ways like the Lady Flames have proven they can, uh, that that's pretty impressive. So 23, 23 nothing yeah. to run, right? And that that's a Montevallo team that's not a bad team no. to go into their place and do that. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Burn Em Up podcast. We'll be back with you next week as we get ready to dive into February and all the spring sports. I'm looking forward to after February 25th when it's calmed down a little bit. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that day, but everything else I can't wait for coming up in the month of February. For Kamala Story, I'm Philip Tang. As always, this podcast brought to you by McDonald's. Make sure you stop by and thank them for bringing you the Burn Em Up podcast. We'll catch you next week. Yeah.